What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Eric Spumis Jr. And like we say, we just like to we just come to talk about life to inspire, to motivate, to encourage. You know, let's just get right into the podcast. So, Derek, we uh, we had a few topics, man, and uh, you know, obviously, you were able to to check them out. And so, so the first one is why me? How many times have you heard that saying, like, from an individual, like, from yourself, from, like, someone on television, somebody on the internet? Like, how many times have you heard heard those words, why me? Like, yeah. what do you think about when you hear that? Yeah, man. So, I usually, I hear this a lot, man. And I, I used to, I used to be, like, I used to say that a lot, too, man. Like, especially, it, it, it what we usually hear this term when we when we really go through like the most trying things in life like we go through certain things but it's either we hear this phrase when we're going through like the most trying things of life or when it's repeatedly happening over and over again and what i what i tend to tell people is like we're saying the wrong question instead of saying why me ask like why am i going through this because asking the question why am i going through this helps us to see the bigger purpose in it and it helps us to truly understand that these things that we're going through is by no coincidence, but it's happening for a reason. You know, like like we always tend to tell people, it's just like everything that we go through, everything that we experience. And sometimes you know, we don't go through things just for ourselves, but to help somebody else as well. And that's what's the beauty of all of it. You know what I'm saying? And just trusting in God and knowing where our hope comes from at the end of the day helps us to know that, okay, this is not happening by coincidence, but it's, this is happening for a reason. You know, but I, I definitely hear like a lot of people, you know, we tend to ask the question like, why me? Like, why, why do I have to go through this? But if we start to ask the question more and more and more, it's just like, why am I going through this? Like, why am I being brought through here? What is, what is the lesson that I have to learn? Like it helps us to see a bigger purpose in all of it, you know? Oh yeah, most definitely, man. But I, um, when I think of, you know, why me? I think of, um, yeah, so when I get to thinking about why me, um, very similar to what you said, but what I like to like add on to it is a lot of times we forget that because it is us, that's a sign that like God entrusts us. So it's like whatever it is that we're struggling with, it's like, God entrusted us to do so. So it's like, that's why it's us. Because, you know, it says that God give his, his toughest assignments to his strongest warriors. Right. You know, so in the midst of it being you, it's God trusting you. He's saying, like, I know that they can handle it. I know that they can do it. I know that they can get through it. I know that there is no one else that could handle this particular situation or circumstance the way that they can. I'm entrusting them to do it. Just like... God entrusted Job, you know, so we have to look at it at times as, as uh, not the why me, but man, like God's trusting me. And in the process of that, we really, what really helps us, I don't want to just say it and not help people to, to kind of deal with it. I know I said that, but let me just back up a bit and get people to to really start to analyze and think about how many times like God has brought them through situations and circumstances. 
it's like he didn't leave you there. He brought you through all those times. So now if you let your mind like reflect and think about the times that he brought you through, you're like, man, he, he didn't leave me here. He didn't like let me go right here. He didn't just leave me alone right here. He was with me. He brought me through all of this. So the next time the why me think of the last time that he did what he did. And if he did it last time, he can do it this time. He can also do it next time. So it's not just you. It's always him that's with you in the process. So kind of reflect on what he's done. And then you won't have the mentality of why me, but you're looking forward to another assignment. It's just like another test. Like he's putting you through another test. He's with you while you're doing the test. They said the teacher is not far away from the student while you're taking the test. He's just taking you to bigger and better things. Like sometimes it's like you got to go through different struggles to be able to appreciate the bigger blessing that's coming forward. And that's just my take on why me. Yeah, that's, that's true, man. Cause like, like the, like I said, I have this Bible verse on my wall. I, I, I think it's in Psalm 77, but like, like, like I said, like uh, the Bible says he made his wonderful works to be remembered. So we have to remember everything that he used to like that he used uh, for us in the past. And it's just like, even when we can't see, it's just like, look at the state that you are now. Like, even though, like, it may not seem like it, God was always working through your life. And the fact that you're in this position and you're not dead or you're not at this place or you're not at that place, you could have ended up here, but God brought you out of that. It's just like, we can remember what God did. And once we can remember God, what God did, we can bring that remembrance into our now and to help us see like, okay, God has a purpose for me and he's trying to bring me through something. He's trying to show me something. And I just have to really trust in him for that. So. Uh, just to add on to what you said, man, because that's that's true. Man, that is some good stuff, man, for real, for real. But, man, let's uh, jump right into, I guess, man, the the next topic, man. Um, are you open or closed-minded? You know, so when you think of, you know, being open or closed-minded for yourself or for the majority of the people that you see, you know, what comes to mind? Man, so, um, it's, I definitely feel like when it comes to like this topic is, it can go so many places, bro. Um, I feel like a lot of people are definitely closed minded, um, for their souls and just individually. And the more that they are closed minded, they can't really receive the help that they need. Like sometimes the help that we want won't always be the help that we need, but sometimes the help that we need won't always be the help that we want. Like I feel like as individuals, we have to see that. And being with that being said, we're, we're so closed-minded on a lot of things. It may not close-minded from help, but maybe you're closed-minded from different things that is trying to reveal itself to you. But you don't have that open mind to like really receive these certain things. So with that being said, um, like I said, I used to be a person that was closed-minded I think I was close-minded unintentionally because it's just like, I was so used to something, but the more like I started to really open my, my mind on certain things it not only helped me to see things in a better way, but see things like how I can approach different things in life. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel like a lot of people are, are definitely close-minded on a lot of things in it. And with that being said, 
And, and some people, they wonder like why things are a certain way. It's just because like, you got to expand your mind. You got to, that's why I feel like also I'm just taking it in a, in like a religious standpoint. That's why the Bible talks about renewing our mind daily. You know what I'm saying? You can't have a, a closed mind and, and, and sin, but you have to really renew your mind in Christ. You have to open up your mind to him so that you'll be able to receive the things that Jesus is trying to give you. So with that just being said, like, I feel like we have to get out this, this, this mentality of being closed minded and to really open up our mind and renew our mind, not only in God, but just open up our mind to receive help or just to see things, not the way you see it all the time, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, man. But, uh, man, when I think of open and closed minded, you know, I was real bad when it comes to like being closed minded. Like I didn't want to hear anything anyone had to say. I figured I had all the answers. I figured that it was nothing that I couldn't figure out. I could do it all on my own. I didn't even think about help. Like I'm just like looking at every situation like I got this. And then actual reality, I didn't. It took me, man, probably to like my earlier, early to mid-20s to figure out that I really didn't have it. And I had to open my mind because when I was closed-minded, it's crazy. When I was closed-minded, I kept getting into trouble. I kept hanging around the wrong people. I kept getting into the wrong situations and stuff. And it's like, that was, people were telling me the things to do that would be right. But I was so closed-minded that I was just like, going one ear, not the other. Just like, man, I don't need to hear this. Like, I got this. This is my life. And if you're not careful and you have that mentality of, this is my life, I got all the answers, you're going to find yourself in some places that you don't want to be. You're going to find yourself going down some roads and some dark places that you didn't intend on being. But because it, that closed-mindedness, you know, it took you there. And now you want to figure out how to get out of there. And for me, the best way to be able to get out of there is to expand your mind, expand your thinking, expand uh, your openness when it comes to, like, what people have to say. Like, sometimes we don't always got the right answers. Sometimes there's people that got better answers. They got better ways. They got better reasonings. They got, it's just, we're not the smartest people. You know, it's like, it's always someone out there that's smarter than us. It's always someone out there that has better information. It's always someone out there that has uh, better knowledge and insight and uh, perspective. So for me, it's uh, open-mindedness is the way to go. And if you're closed-minded, hopefully listening to this will help you to be more open-minded and to get you to understand that that's the only way to really help you get out of your situations. Facts, facts, facts. I feel like the only, the only way like you could actually be closed minded is something like if you know something is wrong, like, okay, yeah, you could be closed minded, but I'm, but being closed minded to help and being closed minded to things that can actually grow you. Like you can't be closed minded to that. Like you always have to be able to receive. Cause like I said, sometimes like when God speaks, it's not always going to be the way that we want it. Just like you said, might have to be through a person or music or just actually reading the word. But sometimes God sends people our way and being closed minded to that help. Like it's like we're being closed minded to God in that sense, you know? So we can never really be closed minded to the help that, you know, that we're trying to get. But of course, being closed minded to like things that's wrong, of course, like that. But yeah, but that's facts, what you said, man. Man, no doubt on the closed-minded on what's wrong. Like, I, you know, I'm going to continue to be closed-minded on what's wrong because that's wrong. It's just wrong. Thanks. Yeah, I was trying to make sure I cleared it up for all the people that oh, didn't. Oh, for sure. 
<laughs> for sure, for sure. I get that, man. Let's get into this next one, man. Um, yeah. What gets the most wins in your mind? Doubt, doubt and fear, or faith and peace? Mm. When you think about on a daily basis, what you think about the most, what gets the most wins? And if, if you can keep a count of it, obviously you don't know a count, but if one is winning over the other, is it by a lot or is it like they neck and neck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess before I get to now, like I always like to use like what we've been through just to connect and be, reach people at that level. Like for me, it was it was in between. Like I have faith, but then doubt would start to like kind of creep into my mind a lot going through my life. And like my mom's like a living testimony. I will talk to her about that a lot, like doubt. I'll talk to like some people about my doubt, man. And it was, it was, it was horrible, man, because it was just like, okay, life and death is in the power of the tongue. But it's just like also by the way you think, if you think something, the majority of the time is gonna come out of your mouth as well. So I had to change my my mind, my mouth, and my heart. And so now, bro, and like I can just say this with 100 percent confidence, like faith and peace, man. It's just like God has really put me at this position to my life to where it's like I can rest in him. Knowing that Jesus is the Prince of Peace and actually getting to know the character of God more and more every single day, but by reading his word and praying to him, it's just like my life has really been like at a place to where like I have faith and peace. Like I don't sometimes I don't know like where I'm gonna go or what comes up against me, why it happens, but it's just like I have faith and peace. And with that being said, like doubt still comes. But it's not like it's in between. Like I say, like my faith, if I had to put it on like a scale, like faith and peace is up there, but it's just like the enemy is going to constantly try to attack you with different things. And so like doubt, doubt sometimes come. Um, but is at the end of the day, I try to revert that with like something that God says or what God says about me, what God says about what his promises and all that. And the more I climbed that and the more I actually fought back that doubt, that was that was at the end of the day towards like faith and peace like overall and, and god has just helped me so like with those that are listening it's just like doubt is always going to come but it's just like how are you going to fight it like because like i said jesus was being tempted and the devil constantly tried to revert things to him but he kept on using the word of god against the devil and he kept fighting he says the bible says flee from the devil uh resist the devil and he will flee so the more that we're willing to resist these doubtful thoughts and all these different things, it's just like at the end of the day, our minds can just rest in, in, in God and take refuge in him. So if I had to use me, um, I say faith and peace is just, it's definitely just up there and doubt. It's like, it just, it comes, but it's like, it, it doesn't overrule me at the end of the day. So. But man, I would say, for myself personally, man, if I could be real, as much as I want to say faith and peace is at the top, I'm, I'm striving to get there. But I can say that the big bulk of the, the wins, the ones that are getting the wins in, in my head, this is just transparency in me. It's uh, doubt and fear, man. Doubt and fear, it really, it really takes over at times, man. But I understand how to counteract it. So I do understand how to counteract doubt and fear. But just speaking realistically, that's that's the stuff that goes through my mind on a regular basis. Doubt and fear would be winning. And then um, 
faith and peace is is a, a bit down. So I would probably say uh, if we was going off of a hundred percent, I would say that doubt and fear has about sixty percent, and uh, faith and peace has about forty percent. So as much as I want uh, faith and peace to be higher. I'm striving to get more of that each and every day. But the doubt and fear is just overwhelming at times. But in the process of it being overwhelming, what I can do is I usually always go to my word. I always go to prayer. I always go to worship. I always go to the source that's going to take this away. Because God said you do all that you can and I'll do all that you can't. You know, and bring, bring your problems to my feet. You know, so I do know and I do those things that I'm supposed to do. But at the end of the day, it's just what it is. It's like the doubt and fear is is big, it's huge, it's it's bigger than my faith and uh my faith and peace. But I strive and I can say that right now my uh my faith and peace is a lot higher than what it was. It used to be probably like ninety ten. But now it's like, you know, 60, 40. So I can tell over the years that that doubt and peace is like rising and that fear and doubt is like dropping. But if you are an individual that that understands the perspectives that we're coming from, you know, we, we're coming from two different sides here. You know, Derek, his uh, faith and peace is a lot higher than his doubt and fear. My doubt and fear is a, is a bit higher than my uh, faith and peace. And so you can relate to both sides and just knowing that if your, your doubt and fear is, is bigger than your um, faith and peace, you have to go to the source. You have to drop the problems off to him. You have to pray about it. What I believe is that when I'm going through something, I praise my way through. I pray my way through or I praise my way through. And I told somebody this the other day, I think it was yesterday or this morning, I said, I will annoy God with my problems. Like, I'm not leaving you alone until you take it away, until I'm able to have some type of peace with it. And in the process of that, he gets annoyed with me because I'm annoying him with, with my problems. He's just like, let me take this away because he's not going to leave me alone. And he does every single time. And it may not be in the way that you want him to, but he does it in a way that he knows best for you. Facts. I tend to think about like the parable. I think Jesus was saying how uh, there was a there was a man knocking on like his friend's home. He kept knocking and knocking, asking for food, and uh, he said his family will see. But he said because my he he kept knocking. Um, he said he was inclining to him. Like he gave him the food that his friend needed. And that's why I feel like you can see that in two ways. Like sometimes Jesus is knocking at our heart and we have to open it. Or sometimes we have to keep on knocking at, and until like we, we, we see uh, God inclined to us. Like we draw to God and he will draw to us. And the Bible also talks, talks about asking you shall receive, seeking you shall find, knocking the door shall be open. And the Bible also talks about pray without ceasing. So of all these different things, like I feel like God is just steadily saying like, keep on seeking me, keep on knocking, don't give up and do all these things to me and I will incline to you. You know, that's why we have to continue to praise and, 
and, and continue to have joy in all these different situations in our life. You know, even though I come to a, a place where like my faith is higher than my doubt and you come to a place to where your doubt uh, is higher than your faith. One thing that we do have in similarity is that we're not letting doubt overtake us. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the more stronger our faith is, the more stronger that doubt is going to come as well. Like I, like I said, doubt tends to come to me a lot sometimes, but it's not to this position to where it's like, I don't know where my hope comes from. But like I said, at the end of the day, no matter if your faith is higher or your doubt is higher, one thing that you can really um, just, just work on is not letting that doubt overtake you. Um, and that's what goes with everybody that's listening. So. Yeah, man, that's good stuff, man. So let's let's dive into this next one. We, we typically don't talk about sports and that type of stuff, but you know, obviously, you got got to give them praise, man. The NBA champions, man, the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, they won a championship. I want to say it was Sunday. I want to say it was yeah. Sunday that they won, man. They uh, they end up winning it four two. You know, they won the first two games. They lost the uh, the third game. I want to say. Then they won the fourth game. Then they lost the fifth game. Then they ended up winning the sixth game to make it 4-2 against the Miami Heat. Um, so, man, I know that you probably didn't get to watch it or you get, didn't get to hear any of the stats or, or any of that. But as far as just the season that went on and wherever else you left off at, man, like I, I guess I can get it started. But um, yeah. just to kind of catch you up on it, because I don't know if you you know, you know got to, got to watch it. But for me personally, man, I uh, – I'm a guy, honestly, that I don't even watch any of the games. If I could just be real, I don't watch any of the games, but I know everything that's going on. Yeah. Like like E.T. say, I'm a sniper. You know, I just I, – I actually listen to, like, sports radio or I will just search the scores. And I'll do certain things just to be able to know what's going on, who scored what, who did what, who did uh, – who had offensive rebounds, who had assists, who had steals, uh, who played, who didn't play how many minutes they played and all of that. And what I what I think is great, man, is um, LeBron James, man. He's like my favorite player of all times, man. A lot of people, you know, they they base it off age groups. They're like, you know, younger individuals going to go for like, you know, Kobe or LeBron. Older individuals are probably going to go for Jordan or whatever. To me, I feel that greatness is greatness. We don't really have to compare the two or the three or whatever. It's like, he was great when he played. He's great while he's playing. But, man, like, LeBron just taking it to another level, like, on and off the court. Like, social injustice. Like, he is the voice of the people. Like, this dude is, like, he's not perfect either, though. You know, people are expecting because he's so great on the court and this, and he should be a role model. He should, he should be this. He should be that. Like, he's from Akron, Ohio. Like, if you know anything about, like, the Midwest and all this, like, they grew up like like it was a struggle for the most part and like their mentality and the way they talk like they curse a lot so Le lebron's always dropping f-bombs and this but it's just like that's like the environment like he's been hearing that his whole life so it's like so he does it and i don't really knock people for doing it. it's like oh you should do better you should do this like yeah they could but you know everybody's not going to be the same when you think about gary v right like Gary Vee is probably one of the most influential dudes out there. And he's like, he's from Jersey. And like, it's like F-bombs every, you know, couple minutes or whatever it is, every couple seconds. And that's just how some people talk. They're not trying to offend. They're not trying to do any of this. 
it's just the way they come off and they talk. And they're trying to be genuine and authentic and to be themselves, man. But like I said, man, shout out to the Lakers for like just, you know, winning the 17th championship, man. Now they're tied with the Boston Celtics for 17 and 17. So what's funny is um, I think I actually, where I found the stat, let me see if, um, if I could find it. But I think they said it was like, it's been like 50 something seasons, right? So this is like mind blowing, bro. Like 50 something seasons. I hope I can find this. Uh, I can't find it, but just say it's been like 53 seasons, right? Yeah. So between the Lakers and the Celtics, right? That's 34. Mm. 34, bro. Just say, just, just say 54. Just say it's been 54 championships, right? They won 34 collectively. That's crazy. That means that it's only 20 championships between like 30 or 31 teams in 20 years. And, and 20 of those championships that they didn't win, all 30, 31 teams were getting championships in between. That's crazy. So that means no one's nowhere near close. Like the next closest team from 17 may be like six or seven. And I think that may be like the, the Bulls. I know the Bull, Bulls have yeah. six. It's probably but the it's Bulls. Like, yeah. So you think about that. The Bulls, the Lakers, and the Celtics, that's 40 championships. That's crazy, bro. Out of like 53, 54. Somewhere in the 50s, 52, 34, whatever. But just that, that legacy, that greatness, man. Like, I ain't finna keep harping on it, man. But, like, I just had to get them their props for – you know, winning their 17th title and LeBron James, you know, in his 17th year, 35 years old, was basically MVP. But, you know, you can argue about that. Yeah, the dude's, yeah, the dude's basically 35. And that's the thing, like, uh, when it comes to, like, these debates, like, when it comes to, like, Michael Jordan and LeBron, like you said, like, I mean, LeBron, I mean, Jordan was a legend in his time. LeBron is a legend in his time. And I was – I was thinking about this today, too, when you sent me this question, bro, because it's just, like, stat-wise, most likely somebody's going to be better than both of them, like, year from now. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, it shouldn't really be a debate, like, who's better. It's just, like, give them both their props. And that's why I feel like everybody should do with LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dude's definitely talented, like, 35 years old and doing all this stuff, too, man. And it's just, like, you got to – like, if anything, you got to give LeBron his props, bro, at least, like – it's crazy, bro. But that's what he was saying, man. He was saying he just wanted his respect, you know, because people over the years have been, you know, talking crazy. And what's funny is we we forget that that these players, they're still human beings. You know, it's like we think that they don't be hearing this stuff. They're supposed to have tough skin because they make $40 million a year in this. At the end of the day, they're still people. And right. it's just like – they're going to still hear all that because what's going to happen is they're going to either hear from the source or they're going to hear from somebody talking about it or posting or commenting or whatever it may be. But, you know, I think he kind of deals with it in a pretty good way. But, man, let's get into this uh, last and final topic, man. Uh, what does winning look like to you? Speaking of the Los Angeles Lakers just winning the uh, NBA um, championship, man, what does winning look like to you? Man, what does winning look like to me? Um, dude, I, I really do feel like winning in my books 
This is a real good question. I was really thinking about this. Like, uh, I see it in two different ways. Uh, just speaking on this sense, like winning to me on my first sense is by one, just truly living a successful life, not success based off of money, not success based on how many cars or houses I have or, but just success based upon like, how did, how did I follow God's will and how am I making an impact? Like, am I happy? Um, am I making the people around me happy? Am I truly making memories that count in life? You know what I'm saying? Like all these different things. Like I, I, I definitely feel like, uh, is winning in my book, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like we can constantly get wins every single day. Like we, we try to search for success and, and winning and greatness based upon like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get these houses. I gotta be rich to do this and do that. And that's, that's not true success in my books, at least. But I feel like true success is just constantly just going after that will that God has put you in your life to continue to, to make it into, around the people's lives uh that's around you like being loving and caring and, and just showing true compassion to people making memories like and just just living this life and just and truly enjoying it i feel like that's one success and another success just taking it off of like a, a spiritual point like just getting into heaven and god saying well done <laughs> that's all i want to hear man just just well done bro like that's I feel like that's like that's that's winning in my books, man. Like just just following God's will, um, just just being what God has called us all to be, like continue following His ways, following His steps, letting Him direct my path. So I feel like, like I said, those are the two things. Like with that success, just like making an impact and just truly being, like you know, what I'm saying like happiness and all that different stuff. And then this main winning point for me is just hearing well done when I get in heaven, man. Like, <laughs> yes, sir. But that that's for me, man. What about you? Man, um, man, that's, that's, that's huge, man. Like, like first and foremost, man, winning to me is, you know, the ultimate winning is, you know, making it to heaven and hearing, you know, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the ultimate winning right there. And, you know, spiritually winning is, you know, basically me being able to, to grow my relationship with God on a daily basis, being able to, to get better in the areas that I was weak in, to get stronger when, when I was weak and all of that. But man, on just a regular tip of just winning, to me winning is like getting up every day with the confidence to go out and do the things that you want to do, the things that make you happy, the things that that are growing you, that are progressing, that are taking you to new heights and new levels. But yeah, just waking up every day, doing what you love, using your God-given ability and talents to be able to go out into the world and make a difference. Being able to do all that, like to me, is winning because you're not having to settle. You're not having to just do uh, do the things that they have just available. Like, oh, I need a job. Uh, I'm gonna go work here. Or, oh, I need a job that's paying X amount of dollars, so I have to go work here. When you're able to win, you're able to to do what you love and not have to worry about anything else. You know, it's like obviously 
there's struggles, there's sacrifices, there's all that involved within it. But in order to win, you got to sacrifice, you got to lose, you got to get to a place to where you look back at that as a stepping stone and as appreciation to where, where you currently are, where you're currently going, knowing that it takes stuff to be able to get to, to winning. And to me, man, that's winning, you know, having a strong foundation within, with God, having a strong um, relationship with your spouse if you're married, you know, or having a strong foundation with your family, having a strong foundation with your friends. You know, it's like that's really winning right there on all cylinders. You know, you're, you're winning on all cylinders from, from all of it. And at the end of the day, that's like the ultimate, it should be the ultimate goal. Maybe not for everybody, but for me, that's the ultimate goal is to have, to be right with God, to be right with my family, to be right with my wife, to be right with my friends, and to be a person that's going out, making a difference and an impact every single day. Facts, man. Facts. So I'm glad that we got that similar mentality too. And like I said, it may not be for everyone. And even if this is not your form of success, still try to pursue these different things. Pursue to make a difference. Pursue to to uh, make an impact with your family, with make a relationship with God, and with all these different things in life. Um, so yeah, man. Man, that's about, you know, it for the day. And uh, just a couple things I want to, a couple, you know, notes I want to leave off to the people, man. I need y'all to go leave us some reviews, man. Like, we really need y'all support, you know, listening right. to the podcast. Just let us know what we're doing well. Even let us know what we're not doing well, what you like, what you don't like. I mean, we can handle it. We're trying to become better for you guys. Like, we're going to continue doing it the same way because we don't know, like, we want to make this thing better for you. And in order for us to make it better for you, we need your feedback and your opinions. Like, just let it go. I mean, you know, where you leave your feedback is is Apple Podcasts. So when I'm looking at the stats and the statistics and stuff, it seems like Apple Podcasts is, is where most listeners listen to. It's either like Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. I'm always, you know, posting a snippet of uh, the podcast every single Friday. And also, the podcast drops every single Friday, so you're able to comment on that snippet on Instagram. It's there on Instagram. It's there on Facebook. So that snippet is there. And also, if you don't have the Apple Podcast, those snippets were there for you. Just leave us the, the review, the, the feedback. We, we need it. I mean, we, we want to be great. And in order to be great, we need... We need feedback. We need to make the adjustments. We need to hear from you guys. And if y'all loving a podcast, let us know about that. Like, let us know, like, who is our, our number one fan? Because we don't know. Like, we just don't know. Derek, is there uh, any house business or anything you want to talk to the people about? Uh, I think you really put in the words. Like, we can definitely uh... – like I said, when we ask for like reviews and stuff like that, it's just not, it's not try to make our like podcast, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like get these many amount of likes or shares and stuff like that. But we, we truly need it so we can know what we can do to be better as individuals. Like I said, I try to, I try to edit the audio the best way I can. He tries to put it out there. Um, and anything that we can just to really just make it better, no matter if it's like visualize, like do you want us to move somewhere like sound wise or anything like that? It's just like we can use that just to become better so we can 
truly help you guys and to reach your needs the best way we can um, just as uh, individuals doing this podcast. Like I said, we don't plan to stop, but uh, since we don't plan to stop, we could definitely know how to be better. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's about it for me. Well, man, yeah, the final thing I want to leave you guys off with is, you know, just just go out and be great at whatever it is that you're doing. You know, and I'm not going to say be great at whatever else you're doing. Like, make sure it's legit. Like, let me say that. Like, make sure it's legal and it's legit. Go out and be great at something that's legit and something that's legal. But go out and chase your dreams. Go for it knowing that it's going to be difficult. It's going to be struggles. It's going to be sacrifice. But at the end of the day, like, that's the only way to become the person that you're meant to be is to go through all of that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and just piggyback off of that, I want to leave people off with like the fear, uh, the faith and the, the fear. Um, you know, always, no matter what, even if your doubt is bigger, let the let your faith be louder, even if it's just a faint sound in your head. Let that be louder than any type of any type of doubt. You know, we may be you know, surrounded with all these negative and doubtful things, but we are never surrounded knowing that our help comes from God and that he's a present help. So um, just continue just to, to trust in him. And as you go out and to be great in all these different things, know where your help and know where your faith resides in. So. So that Derek said it. So that's about all the time we got. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.